Welcome back. We're here talking about the 2019 budget priorities, and we're here with Ed Lazier, who is executive director of DC Fiscal Policy Institute. Ed, you, this is, I know this is a, an enjoyable moment, <laughs> a joy, enjoyable and painful moment at the same time as we go through the budget process. Is that? Uh, you know, when I look at those budget books and those tables and I see the numbers, I know that they're translating the services that make a difference in people's lives. So it means a lot to me, and it's why we fight in the budget process to make sure that every dollar is going to the things that are most important and most needed for D.C. residents. So, so you get all geared up? Are you, we are, are all you geared, geared up. up down at that building called the John A. Wilson Building? We testify a lot, okay. and we're going to the mayor's budget engagement forums. We are training people across the city, including okay. we're having some training coming up. Had one last weekend in Ward 8. We've got one coming up in a couple of weeks in Ward 7. Where let's, we are, let's back up and talk about yeah, that yeah. training. What exactly it's training, really, what, you, what exactly? So if somebody I, wants to get involved, wants to be trained, yeah. how do they do it? Well, we're, we're holding training so they can okay. check us out at the D.C. Fiscal Policy Institute, dcfpi.org. But, you know, my goal is to give people enough information about the budget so that they feel empowered to be engaged, give them enough information to be, you know, dangerous down at the Wilson Building so that they can go... Uh, at a hearing and testify about what they think their community or their family or their children need and also be able to answer when a policymaker asks questions like, well, where are you going to get that money from? Or how much do you think we need? Like, give them enough information so that they can express their own priorities. So it's not a chance for me to tell them what I care about right, in the budget. Just, it's you're really just, just, you're just very informative. Budget say, 101. Here it is. Yeah, here's how it works. And if people have issues, this is how you find you it. You know, make so, sure you talk to the mayor, make sure you talk to the council, you know, those kind of details. So what are the top, what are the top three items uh, from a budget priority that, that the fiscal policy yeah, yeah. is really focused on? Well, I will focus, I'll tell you our top priorities for, you know, we were really uh, happy when Mayor Bowser got elected first time around where she made housing and homelessness a major part of her campaign and then followed through on those commitments. And it's true, they're amazing to put $100 million into the city's housing trust fund, for example. But we also know now that it's just not enough, that the city has become increasingly unaffordable and we're not keeping up with the loss of units that really low and moderate income families can afford. So first and foremost, we want to see the mayor double her investment. She did. She doubled it when she got into office last time. We want to see yeah. her do it again. Well, I, you know, we have to, you know, I've been around this thing for a long time. Yeah. And people have been talking about their commitment to the, yeah. first of all, the creation of the affordable housing trust fund, which, you know, you, you're very familiar Back with. in the day. Just to create it was a fight. Yeah. Then to put some money in it was yeah. another fight. And then to, and then to the fight money. the money that was in there so somebody didn't take that money was a fight. And I have to give this mayor credit because she, she got elected. Yeah. And she put her money where her mouth is right away. Yeah. And she funded it. And she kept it there. And it yep. wasn't a fight. It wasn't right. you guys going to fight the council to find money to put in it because some money was taken out or it wasn't enough money in it. The money was there. Yeah. Right? And I know that you've said, yes, we have to, we need more. Because as times change, needs change. Yeah. The spread of the cost change. Right. Yeah. So there's probably because I remember one hundred million dollars. What about five years ago? Or no, probably eight or nine years ago. The goal was to put one hundred million dollars. That's in. right. And now this mayor did that. That's right. Right. Yeah. And then four years later, right. we need more money. But as long as you're talking to people who are saying that I can't afford to stay in D.C. and they're feeling pushed out, yeah. that's a sign that we need more. Right. Exactly. Yeah. How, how are we doing with the money we're spending? Uh, we're doing a pretty good job, actually. So the housing department in D.C. has gotten much better. They've responded to criticism and hired more staff, and they're doing more oversight, and they're getting more money out the door. So things uh, are positive. You know, it's moving in the right direction. I remember when it wasn't moving. 
It's moving. Remember? Yeah, I think you've been around when now. the money wasn't moving. Yeah, this no, money's no. moving. So the, the Housing Production Trust Fund, the housing, affordable housing, yeah. clearly is one of your priorities. So that's one. Second is we just need to end homelessness. You know, cities across the country are making the commitment to end chronic homelessness, and we should too. Mayor Bowser has done a lot to uh, put more, uh, create newer, nicer shelters and to move families out of shelter into their own housing. But again, when I walk uh, near my office at Union Station, all I see are people sleeping under, under blankets or in tents. And that's, again, telling me that we're not doing enough. So that's number two, is let's make a commitment to what it really takes to end chronic homelessness over four years and put us on a path. And I, I really want to see the mayor, I'd love to see the mayor commit to those things. She said... So when you say commit, like what do you say, mean about commit? Commit is real resources, well, right? We understand it's a, affordable housing trust fund was $100 million. That's right. Everyone was trying to get to $100 million. The mayor puts $100 million there. Now we're trying to get more money. Yeah. Understand it. Got it. And then homelessness. We want to do it. We want a commitment to do it. Yeah. But what does that mean from a resources perspective? Uh, I mean, we know that we need, we'll need more money to do it, but we also know that it's not out of reach. You know, we just this last how much year. Is, how much is more money? Uh, right? I mean, for just this for, just for folks watching, what, to, to put us money? on a four-year plan, yeah. this first year we need thirty million dollars in the scheme of an eight billion dollar budget. That's hopefully pretty reasonable, right? And how would that thirty million dollars? Because I, I know you just give me the A's and B's. Yeah, of that 30 most of that money is going to go to helping folks who've been on the street for the longest amount of time, who are in the worst health and just putting them in their own apartment with case management services, which we know from our own experience and experience across the country, helps people stabilize their lives. It actually saves money because they're not relying on emergency services, they're not calling ambulances or uh, having crises that send them to the emergency room the way they were before. So it's actually fiscally responsible as well as humanely uh, responsible as well to help people put in their housing. Okay, so we got housing, yep. we got homelessness, and, and what's the third? You know, you're not going to be surprised. We need to focus on our schools, right? Okay. So I was honored to serve on a working group that the mayor put together this last year to look at the school funding formula, and we highlighted three really important things. Is One is schools need a solid increase year to year to reflect how much their costs are rising, because we've but, actually had uh, what, what they, inconsistent what, 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 school what budgets. They're getting an increase every year now. Not guaranteed. It's I mean, been well, it's been I mean, really up and down been, over the last been, ten years. But the last five to six years, it's been an increase every year. We only caught up in the last two years. Before before two years ago, our school funding had actually fallen relative to inflation for the decade before that, because we had a recession where school funding got right. cut well, it got and didn't cut. come back up. It didn't come back up enough. So you, it wasn't meeting the CPIs. That That's right. It was not meeting our consumer okay. price index. It had fallen below that, which meant if, you're, if your costs are rising and your money's not rising at the same level, mm -hmm. that means you just don't have enough money to keep paying the same number of teachers and oh, counselors. Oh, got it. I got it. But over the last yeah. two years, two years we've been catching the mayor's up. budget has been, the CPI has Pr been particularly to fund the school, pretty equal. The, is that the right? Teacher contract. Yeah. So you're looking for, you believe that we should have more. We More than a, a CPI? It's, Is that need, what you're saying? We, need, we, need a, we just need to keep it CPI and make sure that we commit to that every single year so that each year schools know they're going to have at least enough to maintain what they were doing the year before. And we're not, we haven't been doing that. In, in order to do that, it's, it's based on the per-pupil formula, though, correct? It's, it's adjusting that so per-pupil formula. So if you have less students in a school, yeah. then you're going to have less money coming to the school. Uh, not necessarily, because DCPS doesn't necessarily send the money dollar for dollar based on the number of students. But it's, but it's, you get my yeah, point, right? I, I mean, get your if point. you had 300 students yeah. and you know, you had 800 students, and now yeah. you have 
600 students. Yeah, you know, for sure. Well, you're going to need fewer teachers. So the other thing that's been really important, so I was uh, honored to serve on a commission looking at school finance that I think actually you may have commissioned when you were chair of the council looking at our uh, school finance formula. Yeah. And one of the things that we recommended was creating a part of the school funding that was specifically targeted on students considered at risk. Kids who were in low-income families, in uh, kids who were homeless or in foster care or who had fallen behind uh, their grade level. Um, and the council created that part of the formula, so we're now sending about $2,400 for every at-risk student to their schools. Mm -hmm. There's two problems. One is the study that looked at creating at-risk funding said we need $4,000 per student to really provide the smaller class sizes, the extra counselors, the after-school programming. But that was the, that was the initial report said 4,000 right. was the number we need. It was, but it was zero at first, That's right? right. Okay, so we went from zero to 2,400. We have made progress. And, in, and this is over the last, what, three to four years? Uh, it's been five years, yeah. Five years? Yeah. So, you know, five years ago, it was zero. Yeah. Today is 2,400. And yeah. now you're just saying, hey, we're seeing that we never got to the 4,000. And we really need to be at the 4000 Yeah. Well, the other key part of the story is, mm -hmm. so we might send $2,400 per student to, to a high school like Anacostia High School for their at-risk students. Mm -hmm. But what's happened in the school funding formula is that we've told Anacostia, oh, you have to use your at-risk funding for your librarian, while Wilson High School gets a librarian, and they don't have to use their at-risk money for that. So we're actually not even really giving the schools this additional money. We're giving them the money, but telling them they have to spend it on their basic staffing positions, not the kind of supplemental things that would make a difference. And, and you know, life. I know that with, 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 with my son at Wilson and my daughter just graduated, I yeah. got it. Well, look, we'd love to have you on. You know, hopefully we'll get you back soon right. and we'll talk about, you know, after the budget is submitted. Yeah. And we look forward to having you back, okay? That sounds good. All right, great. <laughs>